this can be a really tough time for you because you feel like it's within your values to provide things for your family, your friends, your kids, mm -hmm. your coworkers, everyone. It's one of the ways if you show love in this way or if you are obligated to support others in this way by providing presents or entertaining or just really anything that would spend money around mm -hmm. this time, it can be a really challenging time for a lot of people. Welcome to the Know Your Worth show where we teach you how to think about your money differently so that you can achieve your sexy money goals. I'm Sydney, your money maven and owner of Know Your Worth. And I'm Kristen, Sid's dime piece bestie, team member and busy mama twins here to make sure that those of us without a financial degree can still level up with each episode. Let's get started on reaching your next goal. Welcome to the Know Your Worth podcast. I'm your host, Sydney, your money maven. And I'm Sid's dime piece bestie, Kristen. Woohoo! <laughs> we are on episode eight. So thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you have liked some of our intro episodes where you've gotten to know us a little bit, gotten a little bit of background on us and also what we're going to be talking about on the Know Your Worth podcast. Yeah, it's been super fun. Yeah, it has been for us. Hopefully it has been for you guys. <laughs> so going forward, we're going to be talking into kind of different segments here and there. So the eventual episodes that we'll get into we're going to try to have themes to a lot of the episodes that we record, and it's going to be this kind of section is based on how to manage your debt. This section will be basically how to purchase a home. Mm -hmm. This section will be business basics. So as we go forward into our episodes, we just wanted to make sure that you guys have a picture of what our goals and some of our insights are and what we're going to be recording. Yeah. And Sid and I fly by the seat of our pants. So if you have something that you want to hear about that we haven't touched on, mm -hmm. Just reach out to us or drop a comment and we will figure it out. Absolutely. We are good at that. Yes, we are. And today mm -hmm. we know it's getting a little bit close to the Christmas and holiday <laughs> season. <laughs> Time is a flying. So what we wanted to do today is talk about some tips for saving money for holidays. Yeah. And then we talked about, too, how this can be translated into saving for any big special event that might be coming up, like a vacation or birthday party you have to plan, things like that. So these are... Pretty basic tips, but Sid ha always has a spin on them that makes them more interesting and <laughs> doable. <laughs> well, hopefully this helps. So we're going to break this down into six steps, and they can be loose steps. You can combine a couple of them. You can spread them out a little bit further. But we are doing six steps on saving for holidays and special events, and they are to set a budget. And if you've been listening along, hopefully you've already set that. Create a savings plan, then open up separate savings accounts, automate those savings, Cut out unnecessary expenses, shop smart, and then you will be ready to go. <laughs> Just like that. Exactly. Exactly. It is as easy as that, though, if you yeah. set it up. Thanks it for is. stopping by. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go on your yeah. way now. <laughs> Good luck. That's not how it goes. So we start with setting a budget. We definitely want to have a clear picture of what our current finances are whenever we're getting into holiday spending and purchasing and gift buying. It's very easy to get carried away, especially if your love language is presents and mm -hmm. gift giving. This can be a really tough time for you because you feel like it's within your values to provide things for your family, your friends, your kids, mm -hmm. your coworkers, everyone. It's one of the ways if you show love in this way or if you are obligated to support others in this way by providing presents or entertaining or just really anything that would spend money around mm -hmm. this time, it can be a really challenging time for a lot of people. Yeah, I think it can be a really stressful time. And I think if you let it, it can rob some of the joy mm -hmm. from the season and the holidays. And 
I think it's growing older that has shown me that it's, I don't want to sound like a Hallmark commercial, <laughs> but it isn't what it's about. But like Sid said, if it is your love language, it's how you show how you care about people, then you don't want to miss out on that either. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a nice fine line that you can walk where you can feel like you're celebrating the people in your lives, but you're also not bankrupting yourself for them because they wouldn't want that for you. Yep, exactly. And I just thought of a tip that I have for parents. So yes. we'll throw that in later. Okay, okay. okay. Sounds good. Okay. I love it. Okay, so then with that budget comes a savings plan. And the savings plan, you can really make what you want. And this is, again, where you have to go through what your life looks like around this event or this holiday. So for me, I do love to buy presents for people, mm -hmm. but I more like to host. I like to have parties and cook and buy wine and bring cheese and have all of these events. And that's, I feel like, where around the holidays more of my funds go yeah. is there rather than on presents. I definitely still buy presents and I can get carried away to an extent with those depending on who it is. But I feel like I can easily get carried away on the hosting budget side. That's where mm -hmm. I really have to focus my savings plan on. And that's where I think sometimes people don't think about those things. It's easy to think about what presents you need to buy for your family, but are you hosting Christmas dinner? Are you feeding 10 are you, people? Exactly. And yeah. those are the ones that people don't always plan for is those extra big dinners. Are you going out to more holiday parties and happy hours and things like that around the holidays? Holiday clothes and sparkles exactly. and jewelry. Oh, big earrings. Oh, big jewelry. I can't wait for my reindeer <laughs> yeah. earrings to come out. Yes. <laughs> those are the things that you need to just think about where your spending goes around the holidays. Is it presents? Is it food? Is it decorations? If you just, if you're moving into a new house or a new apartment, do you need to buy decor or do you want to buy decor? There's a lot of different things that different holidays and in, in this season will put a strain on your wallet if you're not actively looking for. And actively planned out. Let me ask yes. you a question. Are you a, I see something in the summer that would be great for somebody I love for Christmas. I'm going to grab it and save it till December. Or are you two weeks before I'm like, oh, shit, it's Christmas. I am absolutely both of those things. Are you really? Oh, my God. Yeah. But my problem is that if I buy things in the summer, I'm not always the most organized. Yeah. So I will put them somewhere where I can't find them come Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and so I am. There's a joke in my family that sometimes we could write a story called the gift that never came <laughs> because I also am the person that thinks of the perfect present, but it's three days before. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have to order it on Amazon and it truly is en route when so you the holiday or event happens. Yes. You put it in a card. Yes. And I typically have something little on the side that I found in the summer for them yeah. or three months before that I've put aside for them, but I forget about it until... Yeah. The gift comes or I put it with the card. Yeah, we joke. It's the gift that never came. I think I've been joking about writing that book for let's do it years because that is that is me. That's hilarious. And I really like to think about like good presents to get people. And I want to do every year. I want to do a big homemade present for everybody because I love crafting. We know that about me now. Got that stained glass out there. Yep. And that was uh, supposed to be a birthday present for one of my friends last March. That's still there right now. <laughs> We're going to finish it for this one. Only a couple months later. But I think I have fabric from years ago that I was going to do napkins for every one of my family. <laughs> I think I bought spools of yarn one year that I was going to knit everybody something. Yeah, so I'm I'm that person where I'll think months in advance, this is what I'm going to do for Christmas this year. But I don't always follow through on it. That's a little bit of my maybe ADHD a little bit. I was <laughs> like, is this a podcast on ADHD or money? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of both because yeah. go hand in hand. So. Yeah. 
I yeah. think that I have such immediate gratification issues that when I buy somebody the gift in the summer that is supposed to be for Christmas, there's no yes. way I'm not giving it to them yes. immediately after mm-hmm. I buy it. Yep. So all of my gifting is done in the two weeks before Christmas where I'm just like a nightmare. And then I get to Christmas and I don't enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. I robbed my own joy. I am my own Grinch. Yeah, I yeah. do that too. I do. I do that. I have a hard time keeping secrets with yeah. giving presents and like waiting. Yeah. Who wants so to does, wait? To so does Alex. Joy. Yeah. So does yeah. Alex. He's he's actually just as bad as I am. So well, okay. creating that savings plan. Yeah. Is again important. Just figure out where you want to spend your money mm-hmm. and start making a plan for it. Are you allotting twenty five dollars a person for a present? Or are you allotting a hundred dollars a person for the specific people? Which is very nice. But mm-hmm. you have to really think about what you want that spending plan to look like. Do you typically do a white elephant with your friends? Do you do a cookie exchange with your friends? Mm-hmm. Do you need new decorations? Did your outdoor lights go out last year? Do you need to buy new things? Try to start putting together the savings plan for where you want your holiday spending to go towards. Yeah. When you were talking about that, it was really helpful in my family because it started to spiral out of control where everybody was buying for everybody. Mm -hmm. And then people started having kids and then you're buying for everybody's kids. And so we just started choosing names and setting a limit. Yeah. And when that happened, it took so much pressure off because we still had the feeling of giving and getting and enjoying together. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't like, because when you're buying for so many people, it almost becomes inauthentic yeah. because you're just checking it off a list. Yep. How many Fisher Price things can I buy my niece that she doesn't need that light up and are just going to annoy my brother and sister-in-law? Yep. Yep. It's just not, it's not authentic. So I think too, talking with your family or talking with the people that you exchange with, my group of friends and I, we used to do our favorite things exchange where everybody oh, bought the favorite thing that they use in their daily life that was like... 30 bucks or less. Oh, and that's cool. And then we all, when we exchanged, we talked about why we like that thing so much. And yeah. I ended up like ordering half of the money Amazon anyways. <laughs> but still, it was on me then. Yep. Yeah, yep. but it was like a really nice bonding thing that was not expensive, but I got to know more about my friends. So I think thinking outside the box. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Alex would have been proud of me for that one. He would have. He um, would have really liked that one. <laughs> he would have. Finding different ways to allocate smaller amounts of money, but still have a great experience. Yeah. With I completely agree. That is fun. I like that idea. The The favorite things thing is a really good. I like that oh, a lot. Oh, it's super fun. Yeah. It's I like Oprah's favorite things, except. Yeah. <sighs> Let's like do it. I'm, I'm in. Let's yeah, do it. That sounds it. great. Okay. My own? Done. All mm-hmm. right. So I have my savings plan. I know I'm supposed to be saving it. Where do I put it so I don't touch it? I would open up a separate savings account Mm -hmm. and have that to just be for events like these holidays and just start allocating that money right away as much as you can. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of different options for opening up a separate savings account. For the most part, the banks that we would see and that we'd see our clients and some of our friends use You could just go in and open up another savings account right within that bank. One of the other things that I know that my mom was always a big proponent of and they do through the school districts that they work at is they partner with a credit union. And mm-hmm. the credit union can set up almost like a Christmas envelope mm-hmm. that you would automate a part of your direct deposit from your paycheck mm-hmm. to go right into that at a credit union as well. So I know my mom loves that with the credit union that they do that. But similarly, you can open up a separate savings account. You could use that Acorns account. Mm -hmm. I know there's some like technicalities with the Acorns account that it's also an investment account. So you just need to make sure that you're looking at when that would be deposited because they have to sell the funds and things like that on that kind of an account. But opening up a separate savings account is a great idea. And then already just start having that automated is our next tip, automating that savings. I know we've talked about this before that for a lot of paychecks, for a lot of payroll companies, 
you can go on and you can add a multiple savings accounts. Mm -hmm. So you could have a separate one where you are just pulling that automatically every single paycheck. Mm -hmm. If it's $50 a paycheck is just going right into that account, something little, just putting it right aside. You typically won't even know that something that small is gone. It's filling up your gas tank one more time. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. Starbucks a couple times. If it's something that you can put aside, and again, it's still your money. It's not going somewhere where you can't get it if you do need it for an emergency, but automating that as much as possible. Another way that you can do this where it's not necessarily automating it, but if you're somebody that seeing it when you open up your app or if you can't avoid that or you want it to be more separate, you can also every paycheck go to the ATM, get $20 out, get $40 out, put it in an envelope and put that aside until the end of the year. And then when you go shopping for Christmas, take that cash and then you are truly limited to that cash. Right. So that's one way you can do that too. Yeah. It's almost like taking the willpower out of it Mm -hmm. because you don't have to exercise that. Exactly. I have Wells Fargo and there's this feature. It's called way to save. So every time I use my debit card for something, it takes $1 and just puts it in a separate account for me. And we just call it like our fun account. So like when I go to get my hair done, if I have $70 in there from 70 times that I swipe my card in the six weeks since I last had my hair done, Mm -hmm. it goes towards that. And it's like, oh my God, I had that. I forgot I had it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Even so accounts like that. that. Yep. Those are perfect. Yeah. That's a great way to do it, to just automate those savings as much as possible. So it just doesn't feel like you are pulling into your reserves or you're overextending yourself come holiday season. Yeah. Another big thing to do is cut unnecessary spending. Again, that's tough. But if you can really take a look at your budget leading up to those periods of time, think, okay, do I want to go out to dinner this week or do I want to wait to go to the holiday party next week? Mm -hmm. Do I want to buy this for myself now or do I think somebody could get this for me for Christmas? I know that was something my mom always made sure that we did because I love to shop and it Mm -hmm. was like, stop buying everything for yourself come Mm -hmm. November. Yeah. Putting it out there what you want. People Mm -hmm. always want to know your parents always want to know your grandparents always want it your husband your wife they always want to know things that they can buy you yep so make a little list and even if it's something like simple like i want a new spatula in the kitchen put it on your list it's simple it's stuff that's little but if it's something where you just have a, a list of things or you put it in a pinterest board things that you're wanting Try to avoid buying them for yourself towards the end of the year. Obviously, if it's completely unavoidable, then there's that. But I do have a tip for parents. I have a couple, but this is one. When my kids start, they're four now. We go to the store. They'll see something. I want this. I want this. I want that. And sometimes I want to buy it for them because I just want to make them happy and I'm terrible at it. Mm -hmm. And not terrible at making them happy. I'm (laughs) very good at making them happy. I'm terrible at saving money when it comes to them. So if we're at like Target and they see something that they want, They'll say, I'm going to get this. And I'll say, let's take a picture for Santa so we remember that this is what you want. They get to hold the unicorn or whatever the hell it is. I take the picture. I show them the picture. Do you think he'll like this? Oh, he's going to love it. Great. They put it back on the shelf because they know it's coming later or they will forget about it. Mm -hmm. And then I actually have a running list of stuff that I know that they want. That's a great idea. So then you don't buy it right then. And their little gratification check mark is like, I got my picture with that. Santa's going to get it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's a good all around. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. St. Patrick's Day, (laughs) Valentine's Day. It doesn't matter. That's awesome. (laughs) 
That's a great idea. And then you have all the pictures. That's awesome. And the same thing works for me as an adult person who wants immediate gratification. If I see something that I want, I will add it to the Amazon cart or I will snap a picture of my husband or Mm -hmm. my mom's always asking, like, what do you guys want for Christmas? Yep. At this point, I don't even want anything half the time (laughs) except for like peace and quiet. (laughs) But like just snapping that picture and knowing, okay. It's coming yep. eventually. Exactly. Yeah. Or put it in the safe for later, make a list yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I have like an Alex list on Amazon. So every time I think of something for him and I go, I'll put it into my list for him. Mm-hmm. And then I know whenever it comes to his birthday or at the end of the year, I can go through and be like, okay, this has held true. Like this is yes. something he would really want. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't get this because this isn't for it anymore. Or this yeah. isn't something he wanted or he impulse bought this for himself the day <laughs> after he told me that he wanted it. I can kind of like trim down the list from there. So definitely creating those lists is a really good way too, but that also helps with our final tip of shopping smart. Mm -hmm. So if you create lists throughout the year, (laughs) things that you see on Amazon, things that you want to buy for yourself or for your kids or for your family, there's a lot of apps out there now and tools out there, and we can link some of those in the show notes that help you to alert you whenever things go on sale on Amazon Mm -hmm. or on other sites. So you can put things in your cart, you can put things in your save for later, but you can also add those to your watch list and then you'll be alerted whenever they hit like the lowest they've hit in 30 days or the lowest they've hit in six months. It'll tell you and it'll send you an email to break out what those prices are at and then you can buy the things that you want for Christmas at the lowest price that you can see available and that way you can hold those at your house but you've gotten the best deal on those if that's what you're looking to do still spending within what you've set for your saving budgets and things like that. But if you can set those up, that helps you to shop smart. I always find that I want things for Black Friday and then the day comes and goes and I think, oh, I'm not going to buy anything. I shouldn't spend on Black Friday. But then like three days go by and I'm like, I should have bought this appliance that Alex said he wanted or Mm -hmm. I should have bought this cooking equipment (laughs) for my mom that she said she needed. That is a great day to buy it or Cyber Monday or Amazon Mm -hmm. Prime Day or things like that. If you have a list of things and you have those alerts, you'll know whenever they're going to be the cheapest and then you can just make sure that you buy it to get a hold of those deals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another thing I wanted to point out too is I get older like experiences Mm -hmm. with my friends and exchanging gifts. Like generally none of us need anything. I would rather and value like he said, let's set aside a time that's just for you and I to go out and have cocktails and cheese and sit and talk to each other and get dressed up pretty. And that's like our Christmas present to each other. Yep. And I'll do that with my kids too, because when you have kids, there's just so much crap in your house. And I'll say to my in-laws, you could get them their 700th My Little Pony that I'm just going to trip over for every night for the rest of my life, or they really want swimming lessons. Yeah. And people get just as much joy out of knowing that your kids are doing an experience or let's all go to the zoo together or an annual pass to this or that that you can do multiple times over the year rather than just like a one and done gift that lights up. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I completely agree with that. In the past year, I've gotten my friends at cooking classes. For my family, we do really, for my sister and I, at least we try to get our family like trips So so we'll do like they buy us like a trip to the Finger Lakes every year. They go on Airbnb and they rent a house in the Finger Lakes. And we've done Atlantic City a few times. So we try to go back and forth on some of that stuff where we're buying trips and experiences too rather than just presents. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Another cool thing I've seen parents or people do for their kids like they'll tell relatives something to read, something to wear, Mm -hmm. something to play, something to do. So stick to those four categories and not more than one thing. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like – a book, something to wear, 
those yep. kind of things. And then I also saw this, which I loved. You get a big like Santa sack yeah. and you tell your kids like you're going to trade Santa some of your toys that you love, but you're over. They're still in good shape for the new things that he's bringing. If this is in your value system, mm -hmm. Santa and all those things. So they gather up all those things. They donate them to kids who need them. And then oh. whenever the new things come in, your house isn't like exploding. So That's you get really to have nice. that feeling of giving. And then they get the kid reward that they need of getting. <laughs> and also cleaning too. Like cleaning. you're like getting rid of a few things. Yes, That's a really, sure. I should do that with Alex. <laughs> you should totally do that with Alex. If you need 20 hats. Yeah. And you can buy 20 more <laughs> then. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We can do this if we get rid of these. We can get each other presents. We commit to getting rid of a few things. Yeah. Or um, selling a few things. Yeah, exactly. There's always like selling things that you don't use anymore, like that mm -hmm. celery juicer that I brought when I was going to eat celery every day or yeah. drink celery yep. juice and heal my whole health. <laughs> and I did it for a week and I was like, this yep. is stupid. There's someone out there who wants to start their celery juice journey. Absolutely. I could sell that for 40 bucks and put it in my Christmas fund. And you would make their Christmas. Yeah. There you go. They'll be healthy. Yeah. I'll have 40 bucks to buy my kids' stocking stuffers. <laughs> and one other thing it's I just noticed here, a tip is like if you have a skill like stained glass or mm -hmm. like creating something and that's it, the way that you love people, like homemade gifts are a great way yes. to celebrate the holidays. They really are. They yeah. really are. I love homemade gifts. Mm -hmm. I love homemade gifts. I don't have a lot of people that I get homemade gifts from anymore. I don't have any skills, but I'm going to make you something. I can't wait. Oh, my it gosh. Will be something that you wear, and I don't know what it's going to be. I can't wait. I can't wait. That oh, sounds amazing. Okay. But I think all these tips can be used for any special event. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I also think that one of the things that we have a tendency to do is go overboard with mm -hmm. certain things with Christmas, too. I know for the first two years we were in our new house, I went so overboard with decorations. Like you do inflatables in your front yard? No, I don't okay. do inflatables in our front yard. We're not an inflatable front yard family, <laughs> mostly because our front yard's all rocks. So we really can't do inflatables in the front yard. But also, I just feel like they're going to blow away and I'd be like terrified that they're yeah. all going to blow away. Yeah, I, I can't do the inflatables. Okay. Are you guys an inflatable front yard family? I have never been an inflatable front yard family, but my kids would love it. I was it. waiting for the butt. Yeah. I was waiting so for the butt. I could like get behind it now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can come over and ride my inflatable. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. Okay. That sounds amazing. I'll just yeah. work that into my budget, a $400 I, reindeer. <laughs> yeah. I think that sounds so good. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love lights. Like I love lights outside. Mm -hmm. I want roof lights, but Alex did a good job putting them up on our roof. Growing up, my dad was always afraid of heights, so he wouldn't get on the roof to do it. So as soon as we moved into our new house or we were looking for a new house, I told Alex that was like one of the things I wanted was like yeah. roof lights. And what's funny with that is that our roof is so steep that we've had multiple roofers turn down projects at our house oh because God. it's so steep. <laughs> But Alex, so Alex got up there for me and put the lights yeah, on the roof. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I risked but, um, my life for you. <laughs> <laughs> but in the Christmas. past, like two years since we've been in our house for like five or six, this was I think will be our sixth Christmas in our house. We've really gotten over putting up all of our decorations, and we're not. Yeah. We don't even have kids. We're not like my parents are like, oh, it's exhausting to do all the decorations. I'm like, I know. And meanwhile, it's only been like, yeah five years so I've been doing it they've been doing it for much longer yeah and so I know that I love it 
And luckily, Alex loves it too. So typically, I'll go to work one day and I'll come home and it's all done because he likes to surprise me with them, which is like a dream come true. But I found that if it were up to me anymore, I wouldn't have as many decorations as I do already. Knowing that, again, with the decorations, if you're buying new, you should get rid of things. You should clear out. You should get Facebook Marketplace, donate, Goodwill, just give to your neighbor, Mm -hmm. give to someone that's buying a house because they're so excited. That's all they want is to decorate for the holidays if they're anything like me. But then it just becomes so exhausting to have so much decoration. So I know that that's something that is absolutely not within my budget anymore is decorations. I just, I'm good. I don't need it anymore. Sometimes I get sucked into the displays and the things like that. And I'm like, I don't think I have this mm-hmm. snow crusted tree <laughs> would look great on my mantle. And then I get home and I have like four that look exactly like it. Take inventory of what you have yeah. before you go yeah. out. I know it's tempting. It's so tempting. It is. Yeah. Alex and I, whenever we travel, the what we buy whenever we travel is a Christmas tree mm-hmm. ornament. And so that way it's nice because when we travel, we don't pick up too many things t-shirts and things like that here and there or just like stuff here and there but it's also then we can pack it away yeah but then at christmas it's fun that we go through all of our ornaments and we can relive all of our like trips whenever we get to the holidays so that's what we do and that's like the only new decor that i add that i add i have a lot from that first (laughs) year i need to really get rid of some of it but yeah and for me it's the hosting so i have all the tablescapes Mm -hmm. i have all that stuff and i use a lot of that But if I have to buy anything else, it will really only be within that value set of like hosting. It won't be and like wanting people to come over and and eat and enjoy and celebrate. So it won't be on the yard ornaments and stuff like that at our house right now because someday I can picture a house filled with. I think as soon as our inflatable our our one day eventual kids ask Alex for it, yeah, Yeah. he's just gonna go ham on the front yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I hope this is helpful into just aligning your thoughts for for Christmas and and things coming up and that it does not have to be as stressful as it can be sometimes. We know that it is a hard time. So hopefully this was gave you some a little bit of insight to make things a little smoother, a little easier, a little more joy filled and that you can have the holidays be happy and stress free. Yeah. If you have any tips, please let us know, too, because we share them. And absolutely. We're all doing this life thing together. (laughs) Yep. Help us help you and help everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll link some of this stuff in the show notes for the types of savings accounts that you can have and how to automate some of those. And then also some of those shop smart tools for tracking when products are cheap. So hopefully this will help. Let us know if you guys need anything else on this and we'll jump right on it. All right. (laughs) Bye, guys. If you found a bit of inspiration in this episode for achieving your sexy money goals, click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast app or YouTube so that you never miss an episode. Are you ready to get a lot more strategic with your sexy money goals? You've been working hard. You want to make the most informed decisions possible on what you can afford, whether that's bringing on a new employee, investing in developing a new revenue stream, or making a big move with your personal finances. We can support you with a financial analysis to provide you with the tangible data that you need to make the best decision. Book a call with us and we'll share how we can work together to achieve your goals.